Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And we just went through a crucible. Uh, more like dark of friendship. Is anyone else on the crux of crying? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So, this is a podcast where each week we review episodes of a anime that is based on a real-life game. And this week we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1, Episodes 22, 23, uh, 3, and 24, Face Off. Or the Duel of Destiny, Yugi versus Kaiba. Or my wig. <laughs> or Ray's wig. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> oh God. Did I, hey, we so, okay? So, so that episode. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So we were like super hyped and into the first two, and the last like five minutes of episode of part three really hit us hard, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we gotta. Yeah. We gotta dial this back. A lot happened in the third episode. Yeah, yeah, we got to dial yeah. this back. We gotta, I don't know mm. if I can process that yet. Let's start from the first. We got We got to start. From, yeah, we got to yeah. start from the start. Um, yeah. Okay. Game face off. Game face. Game, game face high game ground. Face off. Game face high ground. Game face high ground. Episode one. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> what okay. happened? All right. Okay. Jesus. Okay. All right. Now that's what I call oof. No, that's Volume what I call this. 20, 23 through 25. All right, so there's a lot that happens, but it feels like it's more manageable in this episode than with other ones in terms of oh, the yeah. amount of stuff. Yeah. 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 Because um, everything happens at a pretty slow pace. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's, it's not like a complete attack of the system until the end. Yeah. So uh, it, it it begins with Kaiba and Pegasus having a conversation, uh, pretty much just bookending the last episode. That's not the yeah. right word. Yeah, mo- uh, moments, moments after Mokuba's soul is stolen by Pegasus, uh, we 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 meet up back with them, and uh, and Pegasus just basically it's basically just the second we we got the first out of the conversation last time, and now we're getting the second half. Yep. Yep, win this duel and you'll face me. Sorry, um, win this duel against you and you'll face duel, me. Or you'll never see Mokuba again, you troglodyte. Ugh, Pegasus, I'll beat you. Not as you are, smelly boy. Uh, Pegasus, <laughs> Pegasus gives Kaiba five star chips. Yep. Which uh, is unfair because most people only got two. Yeah. It's true. Well, and he went through moral challenges to gain his star chips. I suppose. He did have to hack a computer, a sassy computer, to drop a satellite mm-hmm. on And a fight island. thugs with fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, basically just the, the Pegasus's whole thing is, hey, beat Yugi, and then if you do, you can, you can duel me, and I'll, if you beat me, then I'll release Smoke of the Spirit, mm-hmm. which is just like... Such a chill thing for him to do. Yeah. I mean, it isn't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it I isn't. Know it, isn't. it really is I have the soul of your kid brother, NBD. NBD. Non-binary dragon. Ooh. Ooh, that's fun. Let's explore that instead of talking about the episode. (laughs) 
We can talk about non-binary dragons another time. It's a mm. thing. No. What What are some What are some good okay. examples of non-binary dragons? I don't know. Do you remember Dragon Tales? I'm sure there was some in there. Oh, is I Zach do. And I Weezy. do remember Dragon Zach Tales. Zach and Weezy. Zach and yeah. Weezy were non-binary. Wow. It's true. Icons. Hell oh yeah. Oh God. Well, you uh, know they say two heads are better than one. It's true. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, or I guess else- in this case, three. Uh, el- <laughs> elsewhere, uh, Yuki and and the gang are uh, coming out of the the tunnel system uh, that they were trapped in, and uh, Taya has this thought of like, "Hey, it's kind of weird that like." There's like two youths, right? One of them grows two feet taller and and lectures it, it, people about justice and honesty. Yeah, he he gives people lectures and also looks like a supervillain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. other one trips over nothing. Yeah, well, she she's still not recognizing that there's a visual difference between the two of them. Uh, she's just like, huh? It's like there are two Yugi's. Weird. Weird. And then but she only analyzes their personality despite like in her mind you see like the two silhouettes float past and mm. one of them is yeah. very clearly taller. Yes. <laughs> and then she thinks about her her friendship times Yugi. The, the, yeah. Something we very much needed was backstory on Taya. Yeah, we got yeah. a little bit of backstory on Taya. Uh basically uh and this is uh I believe at least, because I've I've seen the this is this is based on an episode of season zero. Mm, um, that makes sense. Which, but like I've seen that episode, and I don't think this is exactly what happens in it. Well, you know, but whatever doesn't Creative doesn't licensing. really matter. What, what and, happens? And, and also, I think maybe season zero happened after this the season one in terms of like production so i don't know i don't know Uh, doesn't matter what happens in this extended uh flashback yeah it is a pretty long flashback detailing uh back before uh this is this is i guess of the of the flashbacks we've had this is after the flashback of uh how joey and tristan used to bully yugi and then they became friends after Yugi stood up for them. Um, this is after that. Yugi and Joey are already friends, but they're not friends with Taya yet. Uh, and they and go to a burger joint. They go to a burger joint called Burger Palooza. Uh, and the first thing they see is Taya. Taya's there. Uh, I sort of uh, greeting. Uh, which is not a sort of thing that waitresses usually do of doing like a pose at the entrance to greet people into their do you burger not do joint. That when you serve people, Mars, at your burger palooza joint. No, well, at my at, at my burger joint, and I know we've all got our own burger joints, but at my burger joint that I run, um, all of the uh, all of the wait staff, they are all dressed like big animal mascots and oh, fun. just mm-hmm. knock into tables all the time <laughs> oh i don't like that i don't like that uh with their, like with they, their they, big they, tails yeah and they do chase you through the darkened halls of the restaurant at no, the end of I your meal i don't like the idea <laughs> of burger palooza mascots chasing you through dark hallways then don't then don't eat there ray okay and, and, i don't know what to tell and you <laughs> j- just to you know just to to assuage any any thoughts of of 
you know, of workers not being treated well at my burger joint. Uh, it's it's not like the same waiter who, like, takes your order is going to be the same one. They're, it's the same costume, but it's different people because you swap right. out. Because you can yeah. only really be in those costumes for, like, 15 minutes. Okay. Right. Okay. And who would uh, cook in that? Co- anyway, safety uh, hazards, health hey, hazards. the chefs don't wear costumes. They all wear novelty hats. And Ray. clothes, right? And clothes, yeah. Yeah, and clothes. <laughs> just, yes. just the hats. Health and just safety. The hats. Well, <laughs> well, safety. aprons. They wear aprons. <laughs> they wear a hat and an apron. Can I work there? <laughs> <laughs> this is like an iconic yes. place now, though. Like, people walking around in animal mascot costumes, but the chefs are naked except for sh- chef well, aprons and novelty hats. They can wear I underwear wa- if they want. No. If, but only if they want. Only if they want. Only if they want to. You know, but like, it's, you know, it's like, it's like one of those new dispute. It's like a clothing optional restaurant, but only for, but only for the chefs. I. People who come into the restaurant must wear clothes. Right. And it's look, don't touch. Right. Of course. Of course. And it's not, and it's not, it's not even look because they're in the kitchen. So. Right. Uh, It's (laughs) it's really, it's really just for them. Don't look, don't touch. Taya is working as a waitress here. (laughs) <laughs> and she greets them and then she's like oh no i'm I, you're supposed to be 18 to start working here yugi and joey are gonna give away the fact that i'm a high school student and i'm gonna mm-hmm. get fired and my dream of becoming a ballet dancer will never come true now uh there is uh i'm not gonna point out all of the differences in the adaptations for this one um but there is there is one uh that uh that makes more sense to me uh in that in that in the japanese version the reason why she's worried is that um uh part-time jobs are against school rules and that makes sense and since she doesn't know yugi and and joey very well uh she's afraid that they'll uh start talking about it at school and that it'll get her fired because Mm. of that yeah Um, that makes sense yeah uh but uh but yeah it, either way um uh she she's very concerned that these two dutzes are going to ruin her whole dream you know these how two, these how two clown she emojis she walks up to them well no but they're both like oh Taya's really nice we should get to know her and yeah. then she walks up with the most devilish face and i don't know what she says but she says it very quickly and then she post sends it would you like some ketchup and sprays ketchup and i lost everything i started laughing so hard at yeah. her would you like yeah. some ketchup delivery she she delivers that line and then she tells them why she's there and that she's trying to raise money to be a ballet dancer and she expects them to laugh at her and make fun of her but instead they're like okay yeah joey's <laughs> like we support we support fellow members of the waking class yeah <laughs> basically i'm a patron of the arts like, <laughs> he has a good line of you. You gotta do what you gotta do. You like what you like, and it was a very good. Hey, it does Joey. what it do, Taya. It does what it do. It does Taya. what it do, Taya. It does what it do. And then she's like, "Oh my god, friends!" Yeah. Oh my god, it does what it do. And then Taya unlocked friendship. I unlocked friendship. And then after that, the next day or whatever, they put a note in her locker that says, "Hey, we found this studio for ballet dancing." Let's go, and she goes, and then she gets mugged. Yeah, yeah I was a little confused on because that because it like, was like a warehouse, right? So a, like, like an abandoned they warehouse. Couldn't, they couldn't have like sent that note. Like it had to have been the person who was trying to assault yeah. her. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, the in the original version, uh, the note says that um, that it's like a threat uh, to that they'll give away the 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 burger palooza. Like they'll they'll give up the goose uh, and spill the beans. Uh, okay. If uh, it's interesting that they framed it as uh, Joey and Yugi like trying to tell her to go somewhere, just considering that like she does the next scene is her going into abandoned like schoolhouse or whatever. Yeah, and then getting assaulted. By yeah. A, so th- so this bad man. Th- yeah, this mugger comes in and it's like, hey, give me all your money. Um, and I'm not sure how much money a high school student usually carries with him. I, but she does have a job, so unimaginable. Yeah. Maybe um, all of it. Maybe she doesn't trust the banks. I, maybe Taya doesn't trust the banks. She's Which anti-bank. is so valid. Taya's anti-bank. Taya stuffs all of her money into her mattress. Mm-hmm. Me like, too. Same. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. Yugi comes in and he's like, let go of her. And then fights off the attacker. And then Taya bites owned. the attacker and they both get owned. And then Big Yugi comes mm-hmm. and, this and then is... challenges the mugger to a game. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that uh, is pretty consistent from what I understand about season zero. Yeah. Is that dual monsters isn't a thing really. And Yugi isn't into it at this point. Um, I hadn't stolen it from the pyramids yet. Uh I mean, I'm sure it it exists canonically because this is only like a year before the events of the uh, of the of the normal anime. But I don't know. Um, but like Yuki basically like goes around and like beats up, people, beats up criminals, and yeah, murders criminals um, with like through like twisted games that he comes up with. Yeah. Fine, sounds yeah. like I no game, that. no life. Yeah, it's 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 very. We'll get into season zero at some point. Uh, we'll I, get into no game, no life. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, we won't. No, we won't. No, we won't. I cannot. I, I don't know when we'll get to season zero, but it'll happen at some point. We already did it, Mars. Oh no! This this has been season zero the whole time. Haven't you noticed that me and Ray have been talking about a completely different show? Yeah, really. <laughs> Everything we Mars says just lines you. up. Check out the hidden camera. Check Actually, it's just a hidden it's microphone just... because this is an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Yugi beats this guy at a draw card game and mind crushes him and uses the words mind he does, crush. He does, yeah. he does a brain shatter on the man. And we never hear from this man again because he's dead. He got so brain shattered that mm-hmm. he just dies. Have you ever have you ever wondered why there's so many graveyards in the card graveyard? Because Yugi keeps Cause... brain shattering yes. people. Thank you. That, that that's silly little was... scamp that's always brain saying. shattering people. That guy had it coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, so, he had it coming. I'm so, just gonna say it. Maybe Kaiba didn't, but that guy had it coming. Part of no Kaiba, Kaiba did. also had it coming. Hey. Can I read one sentence from the Yu-Gi-Oh! wiki that does not pertain to... I think it pertains to season zero. Um, and I just and I just want to read this because... Cause holy, holy moly. Yes, please holy read moly? it. Uh, Seto Kaiba, and I'm not going to read yes. anymore. I'm not going to give any context for this because I don't want to oh, know. Oh, just Seto Kaiba? That's it. Just Seto no, no, no. Kaiba. <laughs> Seto, Seto Kaiba forced Yugi Moto to participate in Death Tea, a theme park designed to kill him. I need to watch this. Hello? Uh, this is on the wiki page for the Mind Crush. You can't give us any more context. That's I, it. There, there, That's no, the I, statement. 
I've closed the page. There's no more context, and we don't want to hear any more context. Until season zero. Until we cover season zero. So back at the present day. Wow. Yeah, so just sit on that. Yeah. I still don't understand what Death Tea is, but let's continue. I think that's just the name of the theme park. I was going to say it's what trans boys take when they want to become the Grim Reaper. Um, uh, Just just a little fun uh, joke I came up with. um, 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 So Yu-Gi-Oh! happens. So they're in front of a door. So yeah. And uh, they have to use their keyblade to get inside. They do use their keyblade. Flashback over. Yes, back in present day. Uh, yeah, Yugi beats up the mugger, and it's just like, hooray! Uh, well, beats up, he kills him. Anyway. He brain shatters him. So, uh, uh, gang, uh, goes up the many, many stairs. Because um, I can't afford elevators. Yeah. Accessibility isn't really an issue here. I just decided that on my own. I'm such a great boss. I made sure that everybody that came to Duelist Island didn't use a wheelchair. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Don't read into that. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Pegasus. What? Yep. I thought it was the sensible thing to do. Uh-huh. Anyway. It turns out, like, like just one person in a wheelchair could wipe the floor with Pegasus, but they just, there's no accessibility on Duelist Kingdom, in Duelist mm-hmm. Kingdom. Gee, Pegasus, that's really, uh, really rude. I've been called ableist before, but I don't know what that word means. It's much too big. Yeah, this this mystery person in a wheelchair is legit the strongest duelist that anybody that has that ever existed. Yeah. The the gang goes up all of these stairs and guess who's at the top? It's Kaiba. Mokuba. Oh, Makaiba. If it Mekaiba. was <laughs> it's Makaiba. Makaiba. Uh so no! <laughs> Tips fedora, Makaiba. Tips blue eyes. Oh, we we can't. Um, so we can't, but I did it. You did it. Kaiba challenges Yugi to a duel and won't let them into the door without a duel. Yeah. Uh, he, he's like, hey, I've changed. Like, I've got the heart of the cards now. Uh, and Yugi's you know. like, I feel it. And Yugi's like, yeah, I, I guess so. And Grandpa taught me never to ignore the heart of the cards, I guess. Grandpa so... told me never to say no to a duel lest I die. Lest you die instantly, Yugi. You have to say yes to everything. It's like when you see another trainer in Pokemon. <laughs> okay, I don't think Grandpa. Pokemon exists in this universe, Grandpa. What if it did? <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, they decide, like, hey, yeah, all right, fine. We'll duel. Uh, the duel, Kai was like, the dueling arena has been prepared. Uh, and sure, it's. On a precarious top of a rampart. He says that, but it's not, it's not a dueling arena. It's just, like, the, the roof of a castle and the sort of barrier, the, the wall, uh, that's supposed to prevent people from falling off is wicked short. Yep. Uh, so this is definitely Get a precarious- Get at me, Osha! This is definitely a precarious position that they have put <laughs> themselves in. Um, Meanwhile, Bandit Keith is also here, and we don't care. We don't care about Bandit Keith. We don't have it time. It is. It is interesting to see how. Um, what's his name? What's the the, the guard's name? The bouncer. Kimo. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting to see how like cordial Kimo is when he's not like harassing children. He's just like, yeah. Go on in, sir. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> uh, you know. Well, when when you're 
when you're you're in a, a a sort of job like that and you've got to wear multiple hats yeah uh, you've got you've got you've got to sort of put on different voices for different aspects of your job yeah yeah Sam uh, like, I'm kidnapping children and right this way sir have yeah. an awesome day and yeah Pegasus sir Pegasus sir I stole I kidnapped another human being for you <laughs> does okay. a lot I'm just saying yeah. he does um uh, so Kaiban so... Yuki duel. They do. I'm not my job. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's part of the work. Uh, it pays well. And this duel is lit. This duel is wild. Oh uh, my goodness. This duel? This duel? Yeah. You know this duel? D- dang. Dang. Hey. Wow. Wow. This duel? This duel? Wow. This one? Is this a... Is this a this, good duel? This duel? This th- th- a good Here's duel in Did, my... I can't stress this enough. Uh-huh. This duel. <laughs> <laughs> Did, so... Did Yuki and Kaiba duel? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. So that's thanks the end for coming, of, everybody. That, thanks to everybody <laughs> for coming to Deck of Friendship. No, yeah. so uh, Kaiba uh, is, you know, he's coming into this. He wants to save his brother and and Makuba. He, Makuba. And you know, obviously because they're just reusing animation, that you know, it's it's they they show a shot of him looking at the picture of Mokuba again. And every time that I'm reminded of that picture of Mokuba, <laughs> I like I gain five years to my life. <laughs> Good because I lose three. <laughs> just the just the face that he's making. Huh? Big brother. Huh? <laughs> um what rem- happens in this duel? So this duel, uh, it starts off uh, pretty uh, well. So they're using uh, Kaiba's dual disc system again. This is so a, you can is, smell them. You can smell them. You this gotta a- sniff those monsters. Oh god, that puts the rest of the episode in a really wild context for me. Well, yeah, yeah, right. This we'll is another. Oh, I didn't sense think of, of that. Don't worry. This is another smell episode. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> This is our scratch and sniff episode of Deck of Friendship. You got your blue uh, eyes, you got your battle ox again, you got Lejin, you got Soggy the Dark Clown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All your faves. All your uh, faves. Karibo. Mammoth Graveyard. Oof. Oof. Yeah, there's a lot. So, okay. Uh, it, it, start, it sort of starts off uh, with a lot of, like, uh, Kaiba is... is he summons a monster, um, and Yugi destroys it, and then Kaiba's like, oh, this monster is, is powered up by whenever, uh, I have monsters in my graveyard, and then Yugi destroys it. Um, and then Kaiba's like, hey, how about this one? <laughs> La Jin, the magical genie of the lamp, which mm-hmm. is a, um, Fairly, I mean, it's a it's a pretty good monster on its own. It's got eighteen hundred attack. It's got a thousand defense, but it, it's not enough to. Uh, Yugi's already got Dark Magician out. It's not enough to beat Dark Magician. Um, but Kaiba activates the Ancient Lamp, which redirects the attack to Curse of Dragon, destroying it, which is a card that Yugi had out. I didn't say any of the names of the cards that were out so far. because like We named a few. There's a lot going on and we need to keep moving. We that's need to keep moving. That's the only reason why we're skipping through parts of the duel. It's because this is a very big duel. Yeah, I'm going to get into the- It is a three episode long duel. Yeah, this first part is not very important. To the rest of the duel. The mm-hmm. meat Kaiba's of it. Kaiba's collecting blue eyes white dragons. That is an important part though. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. He's collecting them. And Yugi uses a card that probably doesn't exist that lets him see Kaiba's entire hand. And he's like, you're collecting blue eyes white dragons. What the heck, dude? 
Why? Who who put you on the planet? Uh, let's find out if this card is real. Yes, it is. It is. Really? Yeah. You See, ha- I only assumed it wasn't real because there is a made-up card in Cardfight Vanguard that does the same thing. Mm. And it's the only made-up card in the entire anime. Huh. huh. I mean, there's cards that let you see the other opponent's hand and this is one of them. That's wild to me. Yeah. That's that seems like that seems like a bridge too far. I'm like, no, you don't get to see my cards. There's a lot of like there's a lot of like like using the other person's stuff against them in you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm not willing like like I'm gonna summon a monster from your graveyard and I'm like, okay, but you Dude, have to I give didn't it back. tell you you could do that. <laughs> yeah, like hang on a second. You need to keep your grubby little paws off of my deck. Yeah. It's like, it's that's interesting. My dark magician. Cause, that's mine. Cause the way the duel the way the duel monsters works is like like the cards will absolutely play with every aspect of the game uh, and and do like basically every combination that you can think of and it really allows for some truly wild stuff to happen i swear because I, I i do play the game pretty off and on nowadays but i do play the game um through duel links and like there are some duels that i have had that have been as like nail biting and as ridiculous as as duels in this anime i was gonna make a joke about attacking the moon but you can actually yeah. just do that yeah. so. you, can, you can do that that's a thing that can happen do you know um, what i really like about the the second part of this three episode set yeah tell me tell me kaiba destroys swords of revealing light pretty yeah early. yeah <laughs> yeah he it had him shook he was like no not again that's the start yeah. of a- episode two he's just like i'm gonna destroy this card oh no you can't hold me for three turns yugi Ooh-woo. yeah Ooh-woo, yugi yeah, oh, sorry. Whoa. What's this? Swords of Revealing Light? Oh. It's definitely interesting in this duel, Kaiba is surgically going through Yugi's deck and, and just... destroying every strat. Yeah. Making a lot of like comments that you usually only hear from the furry community. Like <laughs> just 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 throwing out an OO and an uwu. He keeps referring to his hands as his paws. It's you know, it's, it's fun. To, it's the key. But it is a different side of Kaiba it's that we have not Yugi seen. It's off his balance. Like you never know what's coming. <laughs> I I'm not rich anymore, Yugi. I invested all of it in one fursuit because that's how expensive they are. I'm pretty sure Kaiba's a scaly. So Kaiba yeah. Kaiba <laughs> draws <laughs> Kaiba. Yeah. Kaiba draws D spell, which destroys Swords of Revealing Light. Uh, and, and Yugi's like, alright, so I can't attack Lijin, the magical genie, the mystical genie of the lamp, oof, um, because, uh, anytime that I would, it would just suck back into the ancient lamp and the attack would be, de- ref- uh, deflected. Mm-hmm. So, so he does a magic trick. He does a magic trick. And this is one the that we one saw. The same one from last episode. The same one from last episode. They yeah, even he- reused the same exact animation. It was the spider in the box again. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And Parrot and Docs reacted to it. They yeah, were like. And they did a flip. And then, then, they, yeah, then they did a flip. And Joe's like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> And then uh, they were never seen again. And then they were never seen again, yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, none of that happens. <laughs> draws Mystic Box, right? And then yeah. uses the Eye of Truth to look at Kaiba's hand. Yes. And then uses mix- Mystic Box to destroy the, the ancient lamb, right? Yes, that's that's exactly what happens, yeah. Uh, second first, same as the first. Uh, Yugi is like, hey, Dark Magician, in the box, stabby, stab, wait, but it's your thing. 
It was a lamp. Yeah, it was a lamp the whole time. Um, it was a lamp the whole time. Hey, hey, is no one gonna make the required Aladdin joke or which? No? Well, which one? What? what? Just, can, just can you the... can you send it to me over Discord and then I'll make it? Yeah. Um. Here. Okay. I'm um, waiting. There. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. There was a genie and a lamp. Cave of wonders. <laughs> Is that a joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to say those words. <laughs> and you nailed it. Thanks. I'm, I, I'm. Maybe I'm. Am I? Maybe I'm missing something here. I. I feel like I'm missing everything, but. I mean, I'm always trying to strive for a Kingdom Hearts reference, but we're going to move on. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, we already did at least once this episode. <laughs> yeah, on accident. That was an accident from my mouth. Kaiba but you uses... said a Keyblade. Yes. That true. wasn't an accident. You can't accidentally say the words Keyblade. I can and will, Mars. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. I do that all the time. And I was like, Keyblade? Uh, I mean, yeah. T. Kaiba uses crush card, draws <laughs> yeah. a crush card, which yeah. you would think it'd be all ooh, ooh, oh, whoa, but it's oh, actually whoa. a pretty cool card. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty uh, epic. It's a card that doesn't exist. It does virus. It makes a virus. Uh, crush card just simply does not exist. Crush- yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. It's kind of overpowered. Yeah. Wait, but- wait, 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 wait. I found it. I found it. Oh, never mind. I lied. I found it. It exists. It's a real card. Uh... It is a real card, but don't do that. Uh, let's let's save the crush card for the card corner. Yeah, because that one was really fun. But yeah. in, in terms of this dual crush card, um, uh, he uh, Kaiba summons Sagi, the Dark Clown, which stands out in my mind as like a really good Kaiba card for some, maybe because of this duel. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and then sets the crush card with it, and then Yugi calls back Dark's magi- Dark Magician. Is that allowed? No. He's like, Dark Magician, return, or like, this is not Pokemon. No, yes, you, you, you can't do... Uh, so here's my thought on that, right? Is that I think what it's supposed to be is that uh, in duels with, uh, with uh, Kaiba's dual disc, you're only allowed to have one monster out at a time. Which is That's al- what it seems like. Which is almost consistent, except for the almost. fact that... Um, at some point, uh, I think in the first episode, Yugi has um, both Dark Magician and Curse of Dragon out at the same time. But yeah. At ev- but at any every other time, it's only the one monster. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was weird to me that they made a point of that. But he uses Gaia the Fierce Knight instead, and then destroys Sagi the Dark Clown. Which activates the Crush Card virus. Mm-hmm. Crush card, the Crush Card virus uh, will automatically destroy any monster that is summoned that has more than fi- uh, 1,500 attack. Um, and, which and, is complete BS. Right, which is Yugi, wild, yeah. And Yugi can't use those, essentially. Yeah. Anything and he, over and, 1,500 attack, he can't use. Yeah, he, he in fact, next, uh, apparently Kaiba passed his turn. Uh, in, the, in the next turn, uh, Yugi draws the Summon Skull, but is like, ah, beans, I can't use this. It's oh, got- beans. I can't use this. Ah, oh, beans, Kaiba. Ah, oh, beans, Yugi. My brother's soul was stolen. Ah, oh, beans. You've really put me in a pickle, Kaiba. Ooh, ooh Yugi. And ooh, that's ooh, literally Yugi. just their entire exchange from here on out. Uh-huh. So we're just going to keep talking about 
<laughs> did you say Uwugi? <laughs> I did say Uwugi, and did, you did, know what? I'm sorry. Okay, it's I'm a sorry. really can, good song can, on can, coffee can, and ramen. Can, can we? Uh, can we? I'm sorry. We have to. <laughs> we have to. Sorry, we have to hold a quick press conference. Marvel, would you get up on stage? Could we? Could you? Yes. Could, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you? All right. Yeah, it's Marvel. Oh my God, it's so, mm-hmm. my friends and colleagues, uh, I stand before you today to deliver some uh, scribble, 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 scribble. What I consider enlightening news, but but of course you all will have as much time and grief counseling as you deem necessary. But um, uwugi. Oh my gosh! Oh I need to God. report this immediately. I will not be taking any further questions no, at this no, time. Marble, Goodbye. No, 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 Marble. What? Oh, for those in the audience, Marble just left the call, and I'm, I don't know that I'm editing in the Discord call noise again. That's fair. <laughs> it was just a very funny thing for me to do. It was, a very, it was very fun, funny for us. So I just want to, you know, I want to address the elephant in the room that I'm sure everyone's thinking about regarding this duel. The, and the, that's the, the mammoth like, in the is room? Is it mammoth graveyard? Well, more specifically, the feral imp not in the room, considering oh. it, it does fit the parameters of this card, and yet and is never given an opportunity to shine. Yeah. And and we saw Horn of the Unicorn, and I was like, hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah, I think hey. legitimately the last time we saw a feral imp, uh, they did use the Horn of the Unicorn, so. Mm-hmm. And so we go. Where's the respect? Yeah. And also, I guess this sort of confirms that Feral Imp is not intended to be an electric monster and that it's the Horn of the Unicorn that provides the electricity. I told you this. And I didn't believe you. I know. Oh, no. So. I believed you, Ray, but only because I don't know anything about this game. So I had no reason to think otherwise. You yeah. didn't believe me because electricity is a touchy subject for us because Raikou was in Detective Pikachu. Raikou was not. Oh, okay. No. All right. You, oh, you, Ray. Ray. Oh, no. Ray, you are the only one who opens up this wound. This is like five weeks like after the fact. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't even know. Did it's I ever more. say I was letting it go? It's, oh, it's it's definitely oh, more than Ray. five weeks. Oh, Ray, do do you? Elsa do didn't we, teach a baby. Do we need to have an intervention? No. Let's I'm talk just, about Mammoth on. Graveyard. And hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Hey, hey, but you sound so pissed. <laughs> hey, Raymond. Yeah, Raymond. Yeah. That episode went out ten weeks ago. That's great. <laughs> Good for us. We're episodes ahead now. Just a cursory Google search, really quick. Just, just, just no. to satisfy. Yeah, let's let's just really quick. Right now, yeah. In Detective Pikachu. Here, I'll I'll humor you too. Uh, let's see. Here's every live action Pokemon cameo in Detective Pikachu. Hmm. Ray, can I ask you a, a serious question? Mm-hmm. Have you ever, ever said which scene the Raikou is in? No. <laughs> what scene is the Raikou it's in? It's a background scene, and I don't know which one it What was. do you mean What's background it? scene? <laughs> it's a scene where it's just in the a, background. Just it's, a scene, not just, in... it's a scene taking place on a lower layer that we no, don't here's see. Here's the thing, is that, like, like here's the thing. I, I think that maybe even if the Raikou isn't visible, I still believe it's there. I mean, there's, I, I think I, I think there's I feel certainly it. a Raikou in the universe of the movie. No, I think he's in the movie. I don't I th- think he's not. In the- okay, we got to move on. Yugi normal summon Silver Fang in defense position, and then Kaiba draws a second blue eyes white dragon, and then also uses the gift 
of the mystical elf to give him some health, and Yugi's like, wow, he's being very methodical about this. Thank you for the reminder. I forgot all of those very specific details. And then Yugi uses Mammoth Graveyard, we've come full elephant, and then you gets Multiply and Horn of the Unicorn, and then uses Griffor and not Feral Limp. Yeah. Who 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 even is Griffor? Griffor is nothing. Sorry. <laughs> that was rude. Uh this is not the card corner, but Griffor's description says this monster's tough hide deflects almost any attack. Except what? for the ones it doesn't. Hey Griffor, you have a defense of 1500. Step off. You've got a defense of 1500 and that's your best stat. Okay, Griffor. All right. Okay. And then what what does he do? He attaches a horn of the unicorn onto it. Yeah, he attaches the horn of the unicorn onto Griffor. And kills Battle Ox. Kills the Battle Ox. Kaiba draws the third blue eyes white dragon. Oh no! And then uh, he's like, so yeah anyway okay anyway um kaiba summons one of the blue eyes white dragons and then they're like there it is yeah you did it. finally you've had that in your hand for so long why didn't you summon it um uh, Yuki summons giant soldier stone, defense position, and now for the real stuff, because Kaiba draws polymerization. And we get a cool card effect. We get a very like, cool- <laughs> Yeah. On his hand. It, it is exactly like- It's so much like- <laughs> 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 We're stupid! <laughs> this is <Aww>. dumb! <laughs> Kaiba draws polymerization and activates it to fuse- all blue eyes white dragons that he has into the blue eyes ultimate dragon. My perfect ultimate great moth. <laughs> My perfect ultimate great dragon. Hey, My perfect ultimate blue eyes ultimate perfect insect white insect. My perfect ultimate feral limb. <laughs> Marvel, is that you? <laughs> So the perfectly ultimate great moth, which we didn't even actually see in the episode, that has a pretty monstrous attack of of thirty five hundred. But the blue eyes ultimate dragon that has an attack of forty five hundred, one thousand points more. It is certainly the biggest attack. Do you know what that, that means? Seen. The blue eyes white dragon is in the, is in the same card class as the perfect ultimate great moth. This is a perfectly ultimate great moth class monster. Did y'all see the the perfectly ultimate great moth in the background scene in this episode yeah uh, <laughs> yeah weevil was flying through it like heading towards the castle <laughs> because he was off the island and then summoned the perfectly ultimate great moth and was coming mm-hmm. back he'll be mm-hmm. in the finals anyway uh next so, episode next episode uh yeah anyway the perfectly ultimate no not that <laughs> <laughs> The the blue eyes ultimate dragon uh destroys uh the soldier of stone uh and then we we move on to the next episode which is where it gets real yep like the yeah. duel has up to this point been really fun to watch really engaging most, most of it pretty like standard duel stuff yeah most of it standard duel stuff that like I feel like is grounded in how the game would for the most part mm-hmm. actually work. Mm-hmm. You want to hear what Yugi do? You want to hear what Yugi do? He does what he do. First thing Wh- Yugi do. What does Yugi do? 
What would Yugi do? Yugi uses hashtag Karibo. Yeah, this is our he first. He does use hashtag Karibo. This is our first introduction to Karibo. No, it's not. We've seen Karibo before, just not in. Something crawls into its mouth and then explodes, and it's horrific. Yep. Oh, you're right. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. This is the first this time the Karibo first, shines. The first scene where we got to see Karibo not die horrifically. Yeah. Not die horrifically and instantly, so much that Mars forgot about him. Yep. Remember that, and then uses multiply and yes. just makes a wall of Karibos to. To, to defend himself which i love it's so, super cute so much yeah so uh i gotta we gotta talk about multiply i guess is this a real card yes sure sure yes it is so uh just so uh, again crush is that how it works uh kind of uh, it's not cool. a, it's not a, like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read it to you. Okay. Verbatim, and I'm gonna see how it hits you. Okay. Tribute, one face up Karibo. Special summon as many Karibo tokens, uh, tokens, as possible, right. uh, in defense position. These tokens cannot be attributed for a tribute summon. I, re- I had this card. Um, now that I remember, I had this card. Okay. Yeah. Two things. One, I wish there was one for Feral Imp. Two, <laughs> I made a mistake earlier. Feral Imp is too strong to be summoned. Oh. It's 1300. Heck yeah. No, 1300. wait. No, no, no. It's 1500. It's is the limit. I thought it was 1200. No, it's, it's no. 1500. Most of oh. the monster he uses are 1200, though. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. So Feral Imp could still be in Feral play. Feral Imp could still so, be in play. So shades and still if multiply, if multiply worked the way it does in the show, then he would have an army of Feral he would yeah which i do love imagining yeah yeah that would be amazing because really this strategy could have worked with any of his monsters um actually wait hold on how does it no it wouldn't have because uh in the enemy it only works with monsters with 500 attack or less that's cute oh yeah um, so... I did find this cute little figurine of, uh, Feral Imp that I posted in our, our group oh, chat. Oh, that is cute. Oh, that is cute. Yeah. I really want it. Yeah. Would be, yeah. Hey, can I start a GoFundMe? <laughs> to get that little toy. <laughs> to for, get... For Marble, specifically. Aww. Raymond. Um, and from this point on, it gets a little bit sad for Kaiba. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Yugi cannot be attacked. At this point, because there's so many Karibos that any attack that Kaiba does instantly fails because the Karibo wall just regenerates itself. Um, uh, Yugi then sort of beats Kaiba a little bit while he's down, although not like Kaiba. Not maliciously. Not maliciously. And also, you know, doesn't, you know, Yugi doesn't really know, like, none of them really know what's going on with Kaiba. Um, And also, like, it's not like Kaiba would have held back. So that is absolutely true. And we we do see that firsthand. Yeah. So Yugi draws the living arrow. There's a card that has similar art, but the card does not wor- exist in the game at, okay. in that function. Okay. Um, so the living arrow uh, does. Yep. Mm-hmm. Please. Something. It, it essentially. So Yugi uses it with polymerization and the mammoth graveyard to at which fuses the mammoth graveyard with the living arrow which is a spell cards which normally that wouldn't work but whatever and then fires the living arrow at the blue eyes ultimate dragon fusing it with the mammoth graveyard but since the mammoth graveyard is undead it doesn't work properly 
meaning that the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon loses 20 or, 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 or 1200 attack each turn and melts. It melts also. Yeah, it is extremely disgusting. It's so gross to look at. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, it's literally rotting. Hey, welcome yeah. to Scent of Friendship. Oh, yeah, no! No, literally, that's all I was thinking of the entire time. Uh Is like, is like, oof. Hey, this this can't smell good. First question: What does Ultimate Blue Eyes Dragon smell like? Smells like an extremely well kept mansion. Okay, just like everything is clean (laughs) and and new and nice. I think, and just like, yeah. I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it on its head. Uh, I think that Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon on its own, non melted, uh, smells like a um uh oh what's that what's it called hold on give me a second don't say anything fu- funny until i look this up something funny shoot ray what did ray, i ju- how ray, dare what did you I just say ray 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 i trusted you you shouldn't first mistake oh <gasps> god what is the candy it um um what it's the one that that inflates your head in the commercials. Airheads. 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 Um, yeah, I I think that that regular Blue Eyes <laughs> Ultimate Dragon smells like airheads. It smells like airheads. <laughs> any 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 specific airhead? Um, cherry. Cherry. I I think it's like a mix of them. Like if you put all of the airheads, like how you could like twist them together. Yeah. Oh, if you God. if you put all of the airheads together to and then. Okay, uh, I like this. All right, then that so... would be the smell. And then when the blue eyes ultimate dragon rots. No, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Okay, hold no, on. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah. not. No, no, no. Follow me here. Okay. Okay, so it's a clean mansion full of airheads, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hold on to that scent. What does Mammoth Graveyard smell like? Oh, I see where you're going with this. Um, Mammoth Graveyard smells like... Sulfur. Sulfur, it's dust. It's definitely part of it. Um, like... The body of Mufasa. Um, <laughs> there's this faint... Your crushed hopes and dreams. Yeah. There's this faint meat smell, but you don't know where it's coming from. Oh, Because well, <laughs> there's no meat on the bones yeah but you still smell it because of you scent still memory smell the meat Ugh. um yeah so take that shove it into the mansion full of airheads ha- so you're basically like <laughs> polymerize it for me okay so i'm gonna take a, a stick of beef jerky <laughs> okay and a package of airheads and i'm gonna put them in the blender and then and we're you're gonna, gonna see leave how it that there goes. for five days i'm gonna leave it there for five days and that's what the rotted blue eyes ultimate dragon smells like <laughs> buy a scent of friendship that's it and that's the true taste of the mystery flavor <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably did have, like, Blue Eyes promotional airheads at some point. Time to Google. Yeah, please Google that. Oh, my God. We still got to try that cereal. I know. Yeah, I, know. I know we do. I'm going, I'm going to the mall uh, next week, and I'm going to pick some up, because it's only at one store that I'm not naming because I'm mad at them for- You can get it uh, online, but there's shipping. Yeah, but, like, only one place care. It's, like, an exclusive deal or whatever, so, like, you can't just go to your heckin' local grocer's market and pick- up a bag of blue eyes white dragon so so okay so essentially yugi turns mammoth graveyard into an arrow just like in digimon throws it at blue eyes ultimate dragon and fuses them together yeah 
Yes. That's terrible. Yeah. And and here's the thing, it's gross too, because the the mammoth graveyard just sort of pops out of the blue eyes um, ultimate dragon's chest. Like a heckin' like, xenomorph. Yeah, um, it's nasty. Oh, I can smell the beef jerky in airheads. Yeah. So I think jerky's a little too generous. The rotting beef jerky after five days. There, there you go. Yeah. So uh, oh, there's all gone. You could just you could just call it the Airheads mystery flavor. I'm literally like, gagging, thinking about like the mold and the. Oh. It's, yeah, so it's like it's like beef jerky, but without the salt. I hate this and, Airheads mystery. Yeah, and this. Uh, <laughs> let's oh, let's take it okay. to the end, folks. Okay, so uh, Kaiba just starts attacking and attacking as his as his ultimate dragon just loses attack and loses attack, and he's not able to uh, get through this wall of Karibo. And then he has an internal breakdown. He does. He has this like sh- like full body shutdown of like this is it. I've lost. Like there's no way that I can save Mokuba now. Not even considering the idea of like, hey, you're already, hey, Yugi, you're already taking five other people into the castle with you. Can I come with? I'll just go and storm the castle. This thought just never occurs to Kaiba. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, we could all, like, if one of us beats Pegasus, then like, surely he'll have to set everybody free, right? Nobody has that thought. Okay, I don't want to just put the blame on, on, on Kaiba because the gang also doesn't say it. Yugi doesn't have that thought either, and neither does any of the other gang. Uh, anybody else in the gang. But the thing is, they don't understand each other's motivation still. Yeah. The, the really, like, I mean, they know that Kaiba is trying to save Mokuba's soul, but- Do they? Does he say that? He says it, but he no one reacts it. to it. He says it at the end, and I think the reason why no one reacts to it is because they said it at in one of the earlier episodes when- um, when Kaiba faced Joey. I mean, he's here to save Mokuba, but now the soul is also at stake. Yeah, maybe maybe he never... Oh, right, yeah, because he didn't know about the soul thing at the time. So <laughs> I guess this is the first time it's coming up that, that Mokuba's soul has been stolen, and nobody seems yeah, to care. No one, yeah, no one, it's never brought up proper that Mokuba's soul has been taken. I mean, to be fair, there is a lot happening in that moment, and he just sort of mentions the soul thing as a throwaway line. Yeah. But anyway... Anyway, so yeah, he's going into a spiraling depression. And there's this vision that he has of he's seeing the back of the rotting uh, ultimate dragon. And Mokuba is reaching his hand out, calling out to Kaiba. And and then Kaiba's younger self comes tries out to of reach his out body. for him. Yeah, Astro projects out of his body and runs it at Mokuba. And then the the rotting blue eyes falls apart and with Mokuba with it, which is a dark scene. Which is very gross and very dark. And, and little and little Kaiba starts to yell at Big Kaiba, you failed. What you were supposed to protect him. Why didn't you save him? Which is rough. It's rough. This whole it basically gets rougher from here, to be honest. I mean, yeah, we're, we're at the end of the duel. We should talk about it. We got yeah, there is a reason we started this episode kind of like walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah. Uh, I Kaiba, mean, who, Kaiba, Kaiba knows he can't win. Yeah. And yeah. gives Yugi an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And he steps towards the ramparts and says, you can attack my blue eyes with your Celtic guardian and end it or 
I'll use Reborn the Monster and I'll attack you with this head. We'll talk about that never again. This yeah. dragon head that has 3,000 life points. But if you attack me, the the waves from the attack might push me off this rampart to my death. Yeah, like, Kaiba is, like, like there's this big, like, real human stakes to this duel now. Like, and it's not just with Yugi you know cuz no, cuz this has happened sort of before of like the the villain in the duel um especially the eliminators of like like there is life or death stakes to this duel but it's all on you if you beat me or whatever or if you don't win you'll either be directly killed or you'll die eventually yeah. and kaiba is turning that around on him like like you're not just you don't have to just think about yourself on this one like if you win this duel you will be killing me yeah this is a choice you have to make and, and yeah big yugi saying yes and big yugi saying yes but little yugi is saying no and Taya is also saying no and Taya is also saying no and That's this important. is this is the first time that we've seen yugi and yami yugi have a difference of opinion and it's a pretty Big thing to have a difference of opinion on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Big Yug, who is sort of in control right now, orders Celtic Guardian to attack the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon, and Taya is like, "No, you can't," and starts running at Yugi. And Little Yug makes the decision to cancel the attack and regain control of the body, and he collapses to the floor. And, he and loses, he's sobbing. And he and loses he, the duel. He loses the duel, and crying because he lost control of this thing he doesn't really understand and is now scared of it. So scared that he doesn't want to duel anymore, ever. And that means he won't be able to save his grandpa's soul. Yeah, and and the, everybody just sort of resigns to the fact that, like, Taya says, I'm sorry about your grandpa, but this was the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, this is rough. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is genuinely rough stuff. This is like the the this is like the moment in Yugi's character where he is like at his lowest, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. And like the thing is, is that this is the highest stakes match we've seen so far. Yeah. Like by far. By and for far. It to end this way is like it's it's wild. We've never seen Yugi lose. Mm-hmm. Never. And he lost in the biggest way. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't just, it wasn't just a, like, it wasn't just a defeat because he was going to win. Mm -hmm. Like, he had the upper hand in every single way and he could have ended the duel himself. He made the, he had to make the decision to lose. So Mm -hmm. that he didn't kill Kaiba. Yeah. Yeah. Because Kaiba was willing to throw his life away for his brother. I'm still reeling. I know. And here's the thing, up to this point, everyone who has noticed that there's a difference between the two Yugs has sort of agreed that like like oh this bigger this big yug uh seems to be an overall good force seems mm-hmm. to be helpful and seems to get us out of situations all the time and this is the first time really that we've seen in the show them being like actually yami yugi is kind of messed up a little bit mm-hmm. he's he's not He's operating on on some sort of different level that we are not. He's not compassionate for human life. Yeah. And that's wild. And we've joked before about, like, how... 
Yamiyuki is like like an anime villain, and this is, is and this is the first time in the show that we're seeing that like yeah, like in his actions as well as in his whole look and aesthetic, he is he has the capacity to 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 be evil to be the exact same kind of people that Yami Bakura and Pegasus are mm-hmm. and that's really wild this episode ended on a really rough note because it, it broke Yuki's spirit and Kaiba used some really underhanded tactics and almost and threw away his life to win this duel mm-hmm. but I'm really excited to see how everybody recovers from it that's what I'm looking for forward to and kaiba is a jerk till the end yeah yep like he's like like wow you couldn't kill me yugi yeah like what i and here's the thing here's the thing i will say usually in situations where you know like there's high stakes and then the antagonist is not remorseful at all it's usually like extremely like you know like open-ended and like purposefully unsatisfying and in this case it definitely was but it was nice to see Taya say everything that i wanted to say yeah. <laughs> like yeah Taya just lays into kaiba mm. in the best way like yeah like we we this is truly like Taya's like power of friendship moment if there ever has been because she is ready to to go down defending yugi mm-hmm. yeah like, just verbally anyways mm-hmm. yeah the thing is Taya makes all these remarks and kaiba can say something about his brother and his relationship with his brother and he doesn't yeah well that's the yeah. thing right it's like kaiba's like yugi lost the game right and Taya's like who cares about the game look at what's happening look at what's going on look at like how this has affected people and like even if he lost he's still human he still has a heart he still has compassion and he still has us and what do you have kaiba and he has nothing to say he this is the first time also that somebody has laid into kaiba and Kaiba doesn't have any smart remarks mm-hmm. to, to fling back. Yep. And that's good. Yeah. He just walks away saying, in a huff, in a defeated, an emotionally defeated huff, I have what I need. And that's kind of the episode. It ends on a real dour note. I mean, yeah, we have the biggest challenge coming up. Yeah. One, how's Yugi gonna get in? Yeah. What did we think about these episodes? Oof. Mm. Oof uh, of friendship. Mm. I'm emotionally, uh, like, invested in this, like, so, oh, yeah. so, so much. Like, like, I, 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 I teared up. I don't know. I was like, tearing this up. Is, this was, this was so much. It was, like, it was so emotional. This was so much. I don't like uh, what, wow. What what really got me is that there were a bunch of really different morals and motivations coming to a head mm-hmm. and it was really intense and emotional and I I it hit me and like everybody had their reasons and Kaiba yeah. was a jerk but he had his reasons but did he do it right? Yeah, that's mm. the thing, right? It's like this this episode is very much unlike or these three episodes is very much unlike anything that we've seen so far and yet it is built off of everything we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Like all of the character decisions and all of everybody's motivations and all of it is coming in ahead, uh, coming out ahead right here. And this is the tipping point and what happens after this we don't know but it what happens after this is can they recover from this and take down pegasus exactly and it's and how do they recover from this yeah it's it's wild it is absolutely wild i i 
I loved these episodes, truly. And I, I loved them, but I'm walking away feeling like I, and I wouldn't anyway, but I, I don't feel like I can rewatch these episodes until I see how it concludes. Yeah. Until I still I feel upset. It it's, it is upsetting. It is a very yeah. upsetting. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> these yeah. were, these were the darkest episodes we have seen. Even darker than the ones that were literally about mortality. Yeah. 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 Wow. <sighs> We're so, not doing card corner this week. We covered a lot of cards. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. Let's, I think that's let's fair. close out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be a weird shift in tone to now be like, "Oh, look at these oh. goofy, wacky, uh, yeah, blue eyes, white dragons." Yeah, I mean, there was a uh, there was a part in the episode where the dark magician wagged his finger, and I did like that. That was yeah, I did like that yeah. a lot. That was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I would say overall, I loved these episodes. No, like, they're just great. because they were dark and they hit me really hard. Like that's why I love them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. This changes everything. Like mm-hmm. everything. Like I thought, I thought Yugi would keep his plot armor, you know, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He lost. He lost. Yeah. yeah, they were good episodes. Yeah, like yeah, it, it really, really good episodes. I'd like to talk about my friend Marble Gamer Cantus, not middle name Gamer. Hey, yeah, I was gonna say I have some pretty exciting news. Yeah. Do it. Uh, as of this recording, which is on August 1st, uh, I currently only have uh, 11 more days until I am officially unemployed because I put my two weeks in yeah. uh, just Yay! a couple days ago. Um, I'm very excited about it. I, uh, I've had like... A lot of a lot of great support come out of this, and I'm going to try my best to make content full time. Um, there's lots of ways that you can support me if you would like to do so. I have streams on twitch.com at not it's not twitch.com <laughs> at uh, <laughs> twitch twitch.tv forward slash marblecantus. That's marble and then C A N T U S. You can find me on on Twitter at the same at marblecantus. Don't type um, marbled cactus. Don't yeah. If you do that, you'll <laughs> get. Let me find out. A cactus filled with vanilla and chocolate cake, and it's disgusting. Ooh, actually, hold on. Mar- Mars, no. Cacti and marbled cactus on Etsy. Oh yes, yeah, so they're like marble cactus pots. That's fun. Oh, oh that's, that's cute, cute actually. Oh, that is that is cute. Yeah, kind of looks like a pickle. All right, so maybe Google marbled <laughs> cactus, but or marble hey. marbled cactus. But before you do but that, also, before you do that, look up marble cactus. Look up yeah, marble so cactus. I have um, I have streams. Um, and there's lots of ways to support me there. You know, there's like, you can, uh, support me on Patreon and, uh, it gets you some fun, uh, fun stuff between my server, um, between or my discord server, I should say, uh, my, um, my web comic, you get, uh, early access to some stuff. Uh, now that I don't have a job, I'll have way more time to populate it with content right now. If you donate to it, it's mostly just to support me. You'll get a fun backlog of stuff, um, including full resolution versions of all my webcomic pages that have come out so far. Um, But most of it is like, you know, you're going to get a lot of sneak peeks. You're going to get concept art uh, at a certain tier. Um, And yeah, so it's it's. I, I think that it's a it's a fun deal if you're if you're interested and um yeah it would it would really like every every even small amount goes a, a long 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 way um to helping me sustain myself full time I'm also taking commissions uh for both art and stream layouts uh 
stream layouts uh, are still kind of in the the beta phase for me. Like I'm still uh, I don't have like an exact like pricing system set up, so it's kind of gonna be like you know on a uh, discretionary basis, just like whatever we discuss. Um, and I'll work with you and we'll figure it out uh, how much that's gonna be. Um, so it's kind of gonna be like case by case. So um, yeah, if you're interested in supporting me, um, there's there's lots of ways to do it. And uh, yeah, I guess this is this is it. This is my attempt to uh, make a living off of my content, something that I've wanted to do since I was in like high school, uh, but never felt possible until now. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's really happening. And I have I have 11 grueling days ahead just uh, biding my time until my last day. But after my last day, uh, I'm going to do a 24 hour stream oh. uh, the week the weekend after. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's not going to be like a, a charity event or anything. It's mostly just going to be because I can now like sure. I can yeah. just do it whenever I want. So I'm going to do it. That's um, awesome. That's amazing. But, you know, I, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I think I brought it up like like one or two times on, on stream before. But like, obviously, y'all are invited. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk more about it closer to the event. I mean, it's I mean, I guess I'll have to talk about it tomorrow since it's going to be two weeks from tomorrow. But either way, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a fun time. And I hope to see everybody there. And um, yeah, gay rights. <laughs> gay rights. Gay rights. Hey. Hey, you two. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hey, Hello. Hey, you crazy gamers. I'm a crazy gamer. I'm a crazy b- b- it's gamer. It's me, Marble Crazy Gamer Kansas. I've Ray. got four reviews. Four. You're lying. Four whoa, iTunes whoa. reviews. You're can we split lying. Them up? Can we split them up? Uh, we can split them up, absolutely. So, um. There's no way. Yeah, there are four of them. All right. The one in Molly gave us a five-star review and said, this is the content I subscribe for. I never knew anything or cared about Yu-Gi-Oh, but then I listened to this good, good podcast and I'm a changed woman. Oh, whoa. Out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, the one and Molly. You're a treasure. You're an absolute treasure. Thank you so much. Uh, I've got a five-star review from Malila Sack, who says, who knew I liked (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh? Me? Wow, that was me when this podcast started. Uh, before this podcast, I had pretty much no interest in Yu-Gi-Oh! But with the lovely energy produced by these hosts, it has really hooked me. Great for binging and looking forward to every week. Deck of Friendship really is just wholesome fun. Good references, provides representation, great atmosphere, and hilarious hosts. What else could you need in a podcast? I could gush for hours. Aww, thanks, everyone! That is unbelievably sweet. Thank you so much. That is so nice. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. I have a five-star review by Snake Doodles, and they say, A very nice and good podcast. Whether or not you're a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh!, this podcast is a delight. Deck of Friendship is a truly apt name, as the friendship between the three hosts is evident in their goofs and banter. Listening to it feels like hanging out on the playground during recess and talking to friends about <laughs> the latest episodes of Saturday Morning Cartoons. Deck Aww. of Friendship has everything from crazy theories about Derek Tsunami being inside the island, to in-depth analysis of classism in the show. Every week I'm excited to hear Mars, Ray, and Marbles, Marbles, yeah, uh, opinions on new episodes and just to laugh along with them. Deck of Friendship is well worth your listen. <laughs> Thank you. I, Thank you. I love the comparison to, 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 to kids the, on the playground. Yeah, I yeah. love that a lot. I never thought of it that way, but like now that you mention mm-hmm. it, I'm like, wow, yeah. that's awesome. I, I'm I on mean, the swing. Yeah, definitely not the, I don't think, it's not a vibe that we've talked about going for. It just mm-hmm. sort of happened. But like, mm-hmm. but just like with, with us coming together, it's a sort of the vibe that happened. Um, 
I've got a five-star review from by underscore onicle. That is the best name you could possibly have, Which, and I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, that's really an good. incredible name. I, yeah, wonderful. Uh, they say an Exodia class podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. Uh, never did I think that in 2019 there would still be good content to be had from the original Yu-Gi-Oh! But boy howdy, these great goofy pals prove me wrong every week. They have a great dynamic that never fails to make me laugh, and I can't wait to hear more. Aw, thank you! Thank you so thank much, Bionicle. Thank you so much! Uh, thank you, thank you all genuinely from the bottom of my heart uh, for, for all of these amazing reviews. Um, legitimately 12... Like, 14 ratings with 12 reviews, all five stars. It's incredible. Like, we genuinely did not expect that people would be so into and uh, just just so into our podcast. And it really just, it means so much. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. you thank yes. you. Yeah, thank you genuinely. And uh, yeah, I think... I think our hand's been played. Thank you so much for listening to Deck of Friendship. If you enjoyed the show, it would really be cool if you left us a rating on iTunes. Uh, and uh, if you leave us a rating, we'll read it out on the show. Uh, on purpose. On, on in- <laughs> With intent. Um, uh, <laughs> if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck or at our Gmail at deckoffriendshippod at gmail.com. Our turn is over. It's your move. 